Attention, attention, your favorite basic bitches entering the chat. <gasps> Let's get matching tattoos. Am I too type A to be an Aquarius? So horny for Chris Evans. Should we just search romantic comedies on Netflix and then see what we find? Oh, I love us. Are you ready? Am I ready? No, <laughs> never. Hello and welcome to the very first ever episode of the Clingy Independent Podcast. I'm Selena. And I'm Kiara. And I think maybe we should start with a short introduction of who we are and then maybe later um, explain why the Clingy Independent, why we chose that name. Yes, so maybe the first thing you need to know, very basic, we are two college students and currently affected gravely by <laughs> corona and quarantine and yeah we decided to do this podcast because we have plenty of things to talk about always and it's time to share our greatness <laughs> with um nobody right now but um, maybe the world one day we'll see hopefully probably not um yeah we're 22 years old we study media management and um therefore we deem ourselves experts in this kind of thing we'll see <laughs> how it goes <laughs> not uh yeah and i'm not sure if there's anything yeah we are we are very interested in many unnecessary things i think we I have think, many I think opinions that's what you can expect here it's two basic white girls talking about basic white girl stuff i think i think that's a good disclaimer yeah. you're not gonna mm-hmm. find the absolute deepest darkest oh well, maybe maybe maybe, yeah. maybe i'm sure there we will can be, be deep some and dark very deep talks yeah. we, we tend to drift off into <laughs> deepness but just um, be aware that it could also be quite the opposite Oh, yeah. We could spend an entire episode talking about... Instagram astrology, for example. Yes, and Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Always. Harry Styles. Always. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe we should explain what yeah. our situation is right at this very moment. Mm-hmm. I am at Kiara's home. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on winter break. We're doing online school college right now due mm-hmm. to corona, so... We have time. We have time. Did you say we're juniors? Just so they know. I guess we're the American equivalent of juniors juniors right now. Third year students. Yes, exactly. So we have some experience being a student. um, And we're very experienced online students right now. Oh, yeah. Which I wish we wouldn't be. I I think we were lucky with the whole situation. Our school handled it very competently i think from yeah. what i could hear from my friends that go to other schools it was a catastrophe yeah. basically it showed that we're in a media school yeah who's pretty digital already so yeah, true, that true, was good. true so why the did clean, we chose the name the clean, the clean independent, independent. <laughs> um i think it all started with a voice message i sent mm-hmm. just um kind of calling myself a clingy independent person especially in relation to you yes yeah i think it, we first used it for you or well you used it for yourself but then we realized it's just <laughs> the perfect description of both of us 
um, because I think the easier part and the more obvious part is the clingy part <laughs> <laughs> because we are very, um, yeah, clingy friends, but not in a bad way. I wouldn't say, like, clingy has some negative connotations. True, true. But I think more in a positive way, more in a we love each other. <laughs> we love each other very much. We're highly communicative, mm -hmm. way too communicative <laughs> sometimes. I'm living here and I have my own room yeah. um, in the basement. And every night when I go downstairs, almost every night, I have to send her some voice message about yeah. something or she sends me a message about some thought she had the moment I left. And I think that's a very, very good description of yeah. this dynamic. There's definitely constant conversation going on and constant now that we, because we lived like 10 months of this year, we were apart or nine, I think, just because we don't live in the same town. And yeah, I think most of the days we talked, definitely most of the days. Yeah, yeah. FaceTime. Maybe, and... maybe five days a week, like. On FaceTime, yeah, you mean, like live, probably yeah. so, sometimes six, sometimes twice a day. Yeah, definitely. Because we have the college phone calls, and then they drift off into private phone calls, mm -hmm. and mm, then there's damn. sometimes a quick pause for eating or just doing something we have to do, and then back to FaceTime. Yeah. It is sometimes we are in two different houses in two different cities and parts of the country, and still speak at least eight hours a day. Yeah. God. That's crazy. Oh God, it <laughs> sounds crazy. horrible. But yeah, I think it definitely showed us that we would be very great at um, long distance relationships. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's a thought I had before because I do prefer being with you mm -hmm. like live, but I'm not like crying yourself to yeah. sleep because you miss. miss I, I miss you in a nice way, not in yeah. a bad way. Mm -hmm. I'm not that sad because I have you every day anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I also think um, the independent part, maybe we should go mm -hmm. get into that, is that we are two, I think, ambitious people, but also very um, heads in the cloud type of people, mm -hmm. a lot of dreams and Goals whatever. And, yeah. and they they look like we just influence each other all the time, but it, it just happens to that we the have same the same dreams yeah. and ambitions and That's goals so in life. If we just found each other in that way, we don't, and I rarely hear you say, oh, I want to do this and that and think, oh, that's a new idea I never had before. Sure. Yeah, we definitely found each other because we have so similar interests and goals and dreams and visions of a perfect life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's something that really, um, yeah, because we, we only know each other for two and a half three years october 2018 yeah so two and a half or not no, even two not and even half two years. and a half years so we yeah. met in college by the way yeah. just so yeah. we met in college so we don't know each other that long but still i feel like you're definitely in the top two of people that <laughs> choose <know> wisely <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely yeah i think do, do you think it has to do with the fact that we didn't meet in school in high school that we oh. met Late, more developed, a, li yeah. a little bit more developed. Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like school, there were much more social constructs, I feel like. And I don't know. I feel like in college, everybody was a little bit more themselves. Do you think yeah. that changed mm -hmm. something for us? Yeah, I think in um, 
in high school I was more I had very set friend group and I was this version of me that fit into this friend group not in a very manipulated way but just in a I just was this version who worked with these type of people and then I went to college and I was more of a not influenced version of myself mm -hmm. and then I found you in the first day <laughs> in the yeah. first day I found you and I heard you talk about Disney or Disney or something yeah true Disney. that that was a thing for you that you yeah. you in me you kind of have that new concept of a friend that likes the same girly dumb stuff sometimes like yeah. I don't know what what is it musicals Disney movies all this stuff that mm -hmm. is pretty normal with me and my friends back at home and it was no. just you had cool friends yeah like, <laughs> I love my friends but I had such a cool friend group like cool and not mainstream and it was such an important not for all of them but for some of them it was a part of their personality to not be mainstream mm -hmm. and which is not necessarily We we're saying cool, not that it's better, just, you know, a little bit more collective. Yeah, and... yeah, and just trying not to be basic. And I personally, deep inside of me, am very basic <laughs> and very girly. And I just... There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I showed it with my own friends from high school, and I definitely was that too, but just not as much. And then I found you... And now, here I am, in my pink One Direction sweater. <laughs> True. Uh, I'm wearing a sweater with Disney villains on yeah. it. That was a true coincidence, but mm -hmm. I think it's pretty fitting right now. Yeah, it's very fitting. Yeah, I, I think it definitely made a difference that we, I think we were probably, or everybody, I feel like, was more confident in just being themselves that very first time in college I feel like we have some friend groups in we're in a very very small major we're only we started out with 40 people mm -hmm. so we're it kind of is a little bit like high school mm -hmm. but there's some friend groups I feel like it it, it can't be a coincidence that they found each other yeah. they're so peculiar and you know what I'm talking about <laughs> I know who you're talking so about peculiar and that just doesn't happen i feel like in high school in high school everybody just wants to survive basically. yeah that's true yeah yeah we definitely have people that found each other it's it's less of groups that form because of um people that just wanted to fit in or something it's more of people that have the same interests that like the same things and that just found each other and share the love for special certain things yeah high um, school is much more about um, the very first people you meet or the ones you maybe have from preschool and then you just stick it out till the end basically mm -hmm. no matter how much you change or you you maybe you try to not change too much to not stray away from the person that yeah you know you were when you were younger and mm -hmm. now we just all had a clean slate and a lot of people also found new best friends maybe that's mm -hmm. silly to talk in those terms as adults because yeah you don't have that much of this is my best friend and my second best friend and my third best friend yeah. but i feel like that was definitely a theme a lot of people found their best 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 friend yeah definitely i think just like us yeah just like us oh and that just um brought a thought to my <laughs> mind um that a part of the clingy name is that we just Something about our friendship is very, 
um, it's weird because it's, I would never say sisterly, although it, it has its like sisterly aspects, but we are so, um, understanding of each other's, um, yeah, not, not to say interests again, but we just like thought the same, process yeah, thought maybe? process. I think that's like, it's just the, the way we think, the way we do things. And that's why we, we are not afraid to share opinions with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why we always do things with each other and mm-hmm. we are kind of the annoying friends that always go everywhere together yeah if possible definitely. yeah it's kind of annoying I think, I think we appear more clingy than independent we feel more yeah. independent than clingy sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah maybe. but we are both also the type of people that always have close friendships mm-hmm. we, we talked about that a lot that like before being friends with each other we all always had close friends we're not people that have a friend group of 20 people and are very like, equally yeah have an equal friendship with everyone yeah. uh, we're definitely inner circle type of yes. people <laughs> yes i don't know really where it comes from i think we're both social we're yeah. not Maybe it's an air sign thing. It is probably an air sign thing. <laughs> I actually know it's an Aquarius thing. That's oh, one yeah. of the yeah. I'm an Aquarius. Um, but um, <laughs> I'm a Libra, by the way. <laughs> Just so we Libra yeah. Sun. Um, what was it? Aries Rising and Sagittarius. No, Aries Moon and Sagittarius Rising. Yeah. Something like that. I think that was wrong. I don't know. I'm I'm Aquarius, Taurus, and Leo. Don't ask me if which any one. one of you um, know enough about that. You tell can us. come on and just psychoanalyze us. Yeah, please. just based on that. And tell us why we can be such good friends. Ooh. I'm always interested to know how our star signs and moon signs <laughs> and whatever like, work together. And also, how it please makes so tell much us sense. why you're the worst Aquarius. You're just yeah. not because she's. Bad. She's just bad at being a an Aquarius. An Aquarius, yeah. It just doesn't resonate with you a lot. The only Aquarius thing about me, Aquarian, Aquarius thought thing about me is this with the friends that I have a inner circle that I don't have a huge friend group. Interesting, interesting. We'll go get into that probably at a later episode or just every single episode. (laughs) We'll find a way back. But never, please never take it too seriously. Yeah, our knowledge entirely is based on instagram and tiktok yeah yeah so. definitely that's why we say instagram astrology this yeah. is not based on Facts. factual knowledge yeah um okay should we get into the fun facts about each other yes we thought maybe we could share two fun facts about the other person so you can have a general idea who the other person is, or maybe not. Maybe not at all. Uh, I'm going to start off oh. with one that I think might be important for the for the following next episodes. If you really if you really know Chiara, you're going to notice that okay. she can't shut up about being Argentinian. <laughs> oh my God. I think we just should give that disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a very important part of her identity. <laughs> but you're going to hear that a lot. I'm actually so glad you brought it up. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> else about that. Um, your first fun fact is that Selena lives on mommy Instagram. <laughs> it's so random, but she follows so many mom ins- 
Is there a name? Momstagrammer? Mom, Probably. Mom Instagram. On Momstagram. Yeah, she... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm constantly... Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> she just constantly shares things about her mom Instagram um, influencer people she follows. And I'm, I'm, basically, all the influencers I follow are moms. So I, sometimes I feel like I can't really speak on the matter of influencers because they're just different the mommies are different um i don't know how it happened i think i followed one teen mom and everything just happened and i've seen a lot of births at this point i just want to say and i just think it's a good fact also because it shows how much we love little babies (laughs) (laughs) we're such girls yeah um also i feel like i'm much more prepared for motherhood in 10 years maybe (laughs) because they're really real on there yeah very real I, I like there. I feel comfortable. Yeah. I, I now also follow some mom Instagrammers, influencers, but just people that I followed before and now suddenly Haven't. this year everybody had a baby. 2020 was the yeah. baby year. Oh my God. Some yeah. of them were conceived in 2019, but... Most of them. <laughs> most of them. <laughs> I don't know when, January, February. Yeah, there were many babies. There are probably going to be much more babies in 2021 because mm-hmm. they were all conceived this year because yeah. everybody was home. And bored. And bored. And just hoping for destruction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Actually, I am. More mommy and sisters to follow. Yeah. Um, my second fun fact is that up until what like a month ago Kiara thought that Steve Jobs was (laughs) well and alive feeding us Apple products by the minute just for reference I hate you he died in 2011 (laughs) that's almost 10 years ago (laughs) she thought he was still designing those iPhones I actually cannot believe she's telling this right now because it was the thing that I very much wanted you not to tell anyone, and now you're telling it here. I think it's I think it's an important lesson for all of us. It, it doesn't really have that much to do with your personality. It's just yeah. It just shows sometimes I'm stupid. sometimes it's possible to just yeah not I don't know I get just that very passed on that fact <laughs> just... on that very important fact. Yeah, yeah. Well, it happened. It's over now. It's out in the world. Okay. My my second thought my my second fun fact. Actually, it's very fitting right now. Selena will call you out on your shit. <laughs> That's my second fact. True. But I will have to say that she also calls herself out on her shit a lot, so it's it's reasonable. It's okay. I have to deal with it because I'm I'm soft. I'm just <laughs> soft. I'm sensitive, sensible, and soft. Um, but it, it's good. It's I think it's really good. There have been some instances where I may have cried. Several. No. I only remember one. And no, I was in up. the right about this one. Yeah. And I was very nice about it. I'm not yeah. mean about it. I just want to I'm preface just, that. I'm, I'm just sensible yeah I, I think i only cried once i actually only cried once <laughs> oh my god that sounds horrible <laughs> but i was also, i was not mean no, i was not mean no i only cried because she was right and i know yeah. i knew she was right and it just pained me and i was in a very <laughs> i was in a very bad place apparently <laughs> it was actually 
it sounds bad, but it actually is somewhat of a fun memory. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say what it was, but the whole situation was just kind of precious. <laughs> yeah. Well, may- maybe this is a story for a later time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It will have to be... No, I'm not sure if I want to... I want like, say this yeah. thing, but mm-hmm. how it went I don't down. want to be cancelled. <laughs> yeah. My first. We, we also talk a lot about sometimes you know we say things in the privacy of our friendship that we know we should probably shouldn't say outside. Oh, we, yeah. We mm-hmm. we always say, oh my god, we would get cancelled for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, no, it's not really bad stuff. No, no, no. But I just want to say very interesting um, point you made that I also call myself out. I never really thought about that. But I feel like if somebody only calls other people out and not themselves, that's a whole different Mm -hmm. thing and not necessarily a good personality trait. I hate people that that say, oh, I'm such an honest person as like their main character trait. And it actually is just them being mean. Rude. (laughs) You don't always have to give your opinion. Mm. Calling someone out is not necessarily giving them every opinion you have on things. No, no. I I just mean it. Yeah. I think you definitely, you observe yourself and then you call yourself out. Like, for, for instance, yesterday, that was just such an... Like not important thing, but you say you said that you say the word bitch too much. Oh yeah, it's just that's like not a good example, but you oh, notice also, things about yourself and you call yourself out for true. it. True, I'm probably very narcissistic now that I think about it. <laughs> Insecure and narcissistic. Ooh, deadly, com- <laughs> deadly combination. Combo. Also, um, uh, we swear on this podcast. We I think we decide we did decide that yeah. right. Mm-hmm. We we if that's something you don't like. It's probably not gonna happen that much, no. but we're just not gonna censor ourselves. We don't. We don't swear that much no. in general, but we will if we have to. <laughs> if we have we to. Will. Um, speaking of censoring, maybe we should talk about the origin story of this podcast, because yeah. this is not the very first time we dipped into the topic of mm-hmm. podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, we had. We can barely say had. We attempted mm-hmm. a different podcast called Censorship. Very which is cool name. A great name, and yeah. you cannot steal it. We will come back to use it. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think. Oh the my idea... god! Will people use it? Do we have to license it now? Maybe we will do that before we publish this episode. <laughs> yeah. So don't even try. <laughs> um, the idea with that one was that we thought um, that we wished we had more of a. I don't know, reason to educate ourselves about some mm-hmm. topics. I think cultural the, and political. Yeah. Right. I think the idea or like the reason we said that was that now in college, you're very, very focused on one topic. I think mm-hmm. it's probably a different, a little different in America where you have like general studies mm-hmm. before you really focus on something. But here it's you, you choose one thing and you do that thing. And, mm-hmm. and, and online media management isn't really much about um, philosophy yeah. or societal stuff or a little but not really so we said um we wanted to do that more but we had to force ourselves a little so we wanted to do a podcast where we discuss like political social stuff in an like easy dumb easy way, yeah. way and we also wanted to explain things but it for people that especially about topics that you might be afraid to ask yeah yeah we talked about abortion and European laws and mm. what else? Um, Some horrible stories of the middle 
Middle East. Um, it was um, I don't Brunei, know. the Brunei thing. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it just it's been a while. It's it's been a while. Yeah, it's not recent. And yeah, I think. So what happened to that? Yeah. Why? It's it's it not. <laughs> it's a very sensitive topic <laughs> for us. For us, <laughs> because we. We just loved the idea of us doing such a great project. And also, we recorded it in our... Um, ra- we have a radio station in our university. And so there were other people involved mm-hmm. in also, recording this. our episode aired on the radio. Oh, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's interesting. That's our episode got broadcasted wow. live. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was cool and it was a good start and everything. But... The thing is, we just we couldn't we couldn't do it Keep because up. it was so much work. Every episode took us around three weeks at least mm-hmm. because we had to do so much research, prepare everything. We of course wanted to have like actual fa- facts before yeah. we I don't know gave our opinion on anything. Yeah, and then the episodes just felt like holding a presentation yes, in class. Yes. It was very un not natural. It was not natural because yeah. we just aren't experts in that kind of feel yeah. which of course was the idea but it just didn't feel right and i think we're not we still like the concept we might actually come back to it maybe but not in the way that we planned mm. like i think at least one episode every two weeks it just wasn't manageable so we started losing fun in mm-hmm. it too and we felt so guilty yeah. i think towards ourselves because we were so motivated in the beginning and also like so it's the people that helped us do it and also there's a there's a person from the radio station that just helps you organize things and that helped us with the idea and he was very very fond of our idea he was just intrigued and excited for it because he said it's been a while since anybody did a political um podcast or anything similar so yeah there was just a lot of excitement also from our families they were all like oh yeah cool that you're doing this project and we had a lot of pressure on ourselves so yeah it just fizzled out fizzled out and then we always saw this guy from the radio station i always saw him in the train in the subway because he um gets on on the same station that um, I live where I lived and he probably didn't think about us twice but we were so ashamed to we see we were so ashamed because we never we also never <gasps> sent him like an email of oh we're um, not doing this anymore. yeah we can't we just can't do it anymore anything like that we we just stopped because I think for the <laughs> longest time we thought we would pick it up yeah. soon mm-hmm. soon 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 and then we just didn't and now it's too late it's been like one and a half years yes <laughs> but um, it this, showed us, it, it taught us a lot for now. We That's why we chose to kind of leave everything a little bit open. Um, Don't restrict ourselves too much to any like specific topic or specific um, like opinion that we have to represent or anything. It's just us, us talking about things that we're passionate about. That's also very important. Yeah, true. And I think one positive learning was also that I enjoyed doing it recording it editing it publishing it even though we didn't really have yeah. listeners that's true so we don't really care if many people like the concept mm-hmm. obviously it would be great but if not we'll it's live. just fun for us it's yeah. just fun for mm-hmm. us it's a nice way to kind of recap our thoughts um, in a structured way and it's also a type of shock 
therapy yeah. for our severe cause of perfectionism. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the first thing we wanted to talk about in this first episode because it kind of was a good. Yeah, it's 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 just a very present theme for us. Yeah, perfectionism. Yeah, perfectionism is. Um. Do you want to say what perfectionism means for you? Yeah, actually, or do you have a? No, yeah, I actually have an interesting question for oh, you. Okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like we are two very different types of perfectionists. Very much so. And um, I would like to hear what you think the difference between the both of us is, or or just describe my type of perfectionism, and I'll describe you. I, yours is very hard for me to grasp. Oh, really? It, yeah, because you... I think s- mine is much more obvious. More... T- Not for me, because, mm. yeah, typical maybe. You mm. seem more like the perfectionist person, mm. but I think for me it's almost... You just do things well. That's... For me, that's not necessarily <laughs> yeah. Yeah. perfectionism. Mm-hmm. You you you'd want to do things well. You don't just do them to do them. I mm. think that's that's your thing. And the difference that I feel like is that for me it's much more, or not much more, I don't know about you, but mm. for me it feels like it is much more paralyzing and a negative thing mm-hmm. and not not a good quality of me. I don't like that part of me. It just it hinders me more than it actually makes it things more mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. No, I didn't, I didn't see it in a, like, um, different, like, better or worse type of way, mm-hmm. but just more of a... Um, yeah, me neither. Just yeah, for you. What I can yeah. see on the mm-hmm. outside. Yeah, I think um, what I wrote is that um, I feel like you are more perfectionist about a situation, about a food you're eating, about <laughs> um, just a thing you want to buy or a thing you you're creating. Or um, yeah, I feel like especially situations is such a thing that you want to have perfect moments perfect that you aspire for things to be perfect I don't know and Mm -hmm. for me I think it's more of what you said that everything I do needs to be perfect so I think you just want to I feel like for you it's more of um, creating an, an atmosphere or something like that which is not entirely you it's just you living in a perfect surrounding which you try mm-hmm. to orchestrate i just i feel like you're very it's very important for you to um choose things perfectly that's maybe that's a libra thing that's why you can't maybe, choose maybe <laughs> i think may, maybe we have to give an example to mm-hmm. kind of explain that i don't know it, for example the food thing you mentioned i know i just i don't just snack i can't eat while i study or while I do anything that isn't fun, no. I only eat in the perfect setting where yeah. I'm, for example, watching a movie or... Where yeah. she's she has to have already um, put the cushions in a perfect <laughs> position behind her back. I, I, ha- I have to, I don't know, give myself a very relaxing environment yeah. to eat so I can truly focus on it. I hate the idea of eating something and not even having... Not even remembering mm-hmm. it, not even truly feeling the joy of eating right yeah. now. Yeah. I don't just. I'm not even sure if that's perfectionism or if it's just being detailed about things. 
Or if it's the same. It it doesn't feel like it's a good thing. It's not relaxing. It's very stressful. And I wish I wasn't like (laughs) that. I don't know. It's just just a quirk, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think, but I think yours is more fun than mine. Mine is the annoying, I have to be... To the outside or to the inside? To Um, myself? No, to no to yourself. Not, I think either way, it's not fun for yourself if you're perfectionist. But to the outside, because you are just creating good, good atmosphere, good surroundings, and I feel I'm just stressed <laughs> to other people too because I have to do something perfect. Maybe give an example of where your perfectionism. Oh, very very boring. Very typical. If I school stuff. Yeah, school stuff and. A project of mine like like a podcast no no not so much like that but more of um like dancing for example I, I did a lot of dancing dancing when I was like teenager and, and yeah teenager and I hated it because I wasn't perfect at it and I pushed myself a lot to be <clears throat> to be perfect but it's just such a pressure and like doing things mm-hmm but maybe maybe you would be a perfectionist too in that situation. I, I think maybe we have a very similar type of perfectionism. It just shows differently because mm-hmm. um, where I think you start something and then the perfectionism sets in. You just want to do it well, and mine just um, is a roadblock. At the very, very beginning, I do not start things if I know I cannot do them perfectly. If I do not have all the equipment, all the knowledge, all the support, everything, everything, everything. Mm. And that was, it's such a huge deal in my life because I think I'm much more creative and eager to create than I let myself be. Because mm-hmm. You restrict just, yourself because you think it's not sure. going to be perfect. So it you wipe and try them. Yeah, it was such a, such a big thing also in my childhood because I was a child, you know, mm-hmm. but... And I wanted to be crafty, for example, and I just never did because I knew, I don't know, I couldn't afford like the good, the more expensive things or something like that. So I didn't even want to do it if I couldn't do it mm-hmm. the way I planned beforehand mm-hmm. or something like that. Oh, wow, yeah. So for me, it's not, I think the like um, what you said before with like eating, I don't even know if I ever considered that being part of it Mm -hmm. but it definitely doesn't feel fun for me Mm -hmm. um it's more of a it's almost more of a controlling thing right more of a thing that controls you yeah yeah definitely mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. that puts it well i also um think maybe like an opinion of mine is that people tend to be proud to be a perfectionist Mm -hmm. Because it implies being perfect or being super ambitious or being super good at something. But it's just really a very cultivated branch of insecurity. Mm-hmm. Perfectionism is insecurity. And so many people think it's a good thing. But being doing things well does not mean you're a perfectionist. And being a perfectionist doesn't mean that you do them well. Yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah, I agree. I think I definitely was that type of person, like... 15 year old me was definitely oh yeah I'm just a perfectionist Mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm. maybe I thought it was cool or something I don't know why but yeah it's it's hard because it's different if you're a perfectionist and it it shows in a good way or in a bad way because I think I could be a lot better without being a perfectionist in a lot of things because I 
I procrastinate a lot mm-hmm. because of perfectionism. True. Procrastination mm-hmm. and perfectionism go hand in hand for most people. Yeah. For a lot of people. I think actually I am a good student because I am so perfectionist and so I'm eager also to to have good grades and that stuff. I sound so boring. <laughs> I sound so lame. No, but um, I have, I think that's one part, but I think I could be a lot better without the perfectionism mm-hmm. be- because I would just do things and not do things to be perfect. And that would take away all of the pressure, all of the um, being annoyed at myself for not starting yet, being annoyed at myself because I um, I don't know, didn't write notes in class or anything mm. like that. So I, I think, think it I'm... also gives back the fun to yeah. most things. Mm-hmm. And, well, sometimes it's not a bad thing. Um, I don't know, if I think about, like, projects we did together or in a group, I feel like sometimes um, a different part of perfectionism, maybe the, the classic part of perfectionism that isn't so deeply rooted in something, mm-hmm. was like... Um, caring if the text is written correctly, if the mm-hmm. commas are right, even though I'm very bad at grammar, <laughs> and, like seeing little issues in the text that maybe other people didn't see or didn't care enough to see. So I guess that could be a positive thing, even mm-hmm. though I doubt that we got a much better grade just because I decided to read the text again and <laughs> see if we could maybe rewrite something yeah. once again. That's actually so interesting because... I think in the first semester, we didn't work as well in a a group setting. Because since the first semester, we have always been together in in project groups. Mm -hmm. And... Like, not always just the two of us. Most of the time, it's with, with other people, too. But at least one every year. Yeah. Probably two every year. Mm-hmm. Every semester. Every semester, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's interesting because if you hear ourselves talking, it, it sounds like we wouldn't work at all in a mm-hmm. group because we both have such strong opinions about how things should be perfect. and. But a lot of the times, I don't think... I don't think that's an issue, really, because a lot of the times we care about two different things. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. maybe that's that's more of a problem, that I can't understand why you care a lot about this thing, and you yeah. can't understand why mm-hmm. I care a lot about that thing. I think we definitely learned that more now, how the other one thinks, but I remember in the first semester there were situations where, I don't know, I was just stressed about finishing this project <laughs> because we had, like, two hours left until the deadline, and you were just like, thinking about how the edges shouldn't be round on a certain design object. I think one big difference maybe for us is also that you're more a generalized perfectionist. Mm. You generally want to have the best result. And I can be very much not giving two shits about them, something, and just also very, very, very bad quality of mine. Kind of tapping out and just can't can't concentrate, can't Mm. pay attention don't hear anything that anyone says because I don't care. And then suddenly, I found my thing that is really important at this very moment. And then I stress everyone out while I just kind of lean back the time. And you're just a little bit more consistent. Maybe not so... Detailed or... Maybe not that... um, Specific or... It's very strong, opinionated about things, but more consistently caring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I sometimes, wow. if, if I'm not... 
makes me look so bad. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because I sometimes, I lose interest in details because I feel like, um, like it can't be done. I oh yeah, we're getting so deep. <laughs> But also, I hate conflict. That's something you need to know. So I would never, um just insist on something so much even if I cared about it just because I'm so afraid of conflict mm -hmm. um and that's why I, a lot of the times I'm just like okay yeah um we'll do that we'll do that then just mm -hmm. to to keep on going and to reach the general goal yeah but and yeah. also to not create a conflict <laughs> yeah I, I think I'm definitely more of someone who insists on I don't even want to say insist but I, I just want to talk it out yeah I mm -hmm. think I can listen I just yeah. sometimes I'm very convinced of my Yeah, way. she's just right a lot of the times. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, so I don't have to. Yeah, um, yeah true, true. Um, talking about conflict, how do you think we're different in that way? I'm, I'm interested in what you were saying because mm -hmm. I have a thought. Oh, okay. So I think, should I... Should I talk about being an only child? <laughs> I think I have to. Um, yeah, I think I should. Um, I'm an only child. And so I think that just influenced my thoughts about conflicts a lot. Because I never had siblings with whom I fought all the time. With whom fighting is just a casual thing you do. Mm -hmm. I True. never had that. So I think that just, it just changed how I think about it, because I always feel like if it's a conflict it's a conflict between friends or in a relationship or something but it's always something deeper and I'm always afraid that I lose people if I start a conflict it's it's a conflict is something very deep for me and something I think a lot about and I overthink a lot so mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't I hate I, I can't have casual conflicts. I always, in my mind, I always feel like it's it's a deep thing or mm -hmm. I said something wrong or maybe the person won't um, want to be friends with me anymore. So, yeah, I think that's my way of conflict. And I think you have a brother and you are um, used to expressing opinions more in a, in a normal way and not afraid of expressing an opinion that might cause a, not even a conflict, but but a discussion maybe yeah. yeah i think the main difference maybe is our definition of conflict mm -hmm. um but i i think it's also like a two-sided thing with me because um generally i think i'm com i come from a an environment where we could be casually a little harsh to each other like mm -hmm. that's just the culture where i come from also in my family we're just that way also As you said, I have like a brother and I guess we just fight and know we that we don't hate each other or whatever. It's just a normal thing to do. So I guess that's where this whole not being afraid of calling someone out comes from. But also because I would, a lot of things I would never consider a fight or a conflict that mm. you possibly would. Because yeah. uh, for me, that's just how you, you just say things the way they are. That's just kind of how I grew up. But also, I think a big part of it is that I have, like, some, you know, high school drama slash childhood trauma <laughs> that made me super, super afraid of ever, ever stepping on anyone's toes when it comes to my friends. Mm -hmm. Very much, um, like, being scared of losing people, losing friendships, being alone, because mm -hmm. that has happened to me before, even though 
I didn't even start any conflict. It was just, yeah. let's get into that at a later time. <laughs> yeah. So I was, that was such a big deal. It made me so anxious. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't get a text message thinking, okay, somebody's mad at me. Mm. And that changed so much after high school when I went abroad. It just, there was such a therapeutic thing. I don't know, not being in that environment of, I don't know, just stress yeah. and toxic people, to be honest. Yeah, I feel but like I you think at this point, a yeah, lot more, yeah. At this point, I, I, I still have it, but mm-hmm. I just don't let it get the best of me that much anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I also think something I learned while being friends with you is that you can have a discussion or call it conflict or discussion whatsoever. Um, and a very neutral level. Yeah, no, mm, no. <laughs> no. That's how it feels like for me. <laughs> no. I don't feel like... Well, um, you know, what I want to say is that I feel like you don't... You can have a discussion about something and then you're done. Yeah, I know, I, I'm not... You don't hang on to something. You're not, like, pissed off at me the rest of the day or anything. And I'm used to that from my family. Yeah. That's something. Maybe I... I just, I'm very used to, oh, there's a discussion. I think that way, you think that way. We discuss about it and then, like, the other person is just pissed off because you don't respect their opinion or you don't, like, something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm always very afraid to start something like that because I always think it will have a longer, like, it, be, it will cause a longer problem, like, not mm-hmm. really problem, but longer, like, awkward situation or uncomfortable mm-hmm. like, atmosphere or something like that yeah I think what I mean with neutral is I don't um take it personal yeah. mm-hmm. and I also expect which is probably not always correct that the other person doesn't take it personal mm-hmm. if we just have differing opinions yeah so that's I think that's what I mean like I I'm a very emotional person when I mm. speak when I have an opinion but I just, I don't linger when it's done, it's done. It yeah. has happened. And I think, yeah, people differ in that. We, we have um, a friend from college and sometimes the two of us, two people with brothers, maybe that makes a difference, <laughs> would just bicker. And then we would kind of be actually taking it personal yeah. at some mm-hmm. point, just getting annoyed at each other. And then we would go out, get, I don't know, a coffee, come back and nothing happened and I don't know if you ever considered that weird because yeah I get so stressed they sometimes they really bitch at each other like really they're just like like I think bitching is just the best (laughs) the best definition but like they talk back to each other sometimes like sometimes but not about nothing important and I'm so stressed. So I sit next to them and I'm just like silent. I'm not saying anything. I'm like afraid that everything is ruined. How do you talk to And it's like just that? about like if we're gonna, I don't know, get into detail with things or just, I don't know, get through them quicker. That's yeah. the kind of conflict, not really anything crazy or something. And I'm not generally someone that bitches to other people. I would never no. dare, I think that's not who I am because but I just feel like we were on the same level with that yeah. just it's it was not we one have the of same you, personality yeah. in that way yeah, yeah it was not one of you being me the other, we were like, just just yeah like insulting the other yeah. it was just like the both being of you, hormonal probably <laughs> being hormonal and just being annoyed at each other yeah 
Yeah, but that's true. I and always... she also, it's not like she can be very um, honest. honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's not like I was dominating anyone. No. More so, I get it back from her. I have some interesting assessments she has made of me in the past <laughs> that I can't help but still think about. <laughs> yeah, she's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she's a step above me when it comes to that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, to sharing her opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah We love her very dearly, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. We love her a lot. Diana, when you hear Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other things you want to talk about regarding perfectionism or conflicts? I think there's probably a lot we could still talk about, but... I think this very first episode, and maybe that's gonna be the way it is, we're just gonna talk about our own experience and maybe you can relate to it or maybe you can learn about a new perspective that you don't have. But we're not really, this time around, we're not here to educate, I think. <laughs> yeah, no. We're just here to share. And... To share, yeah, to have a conversation, to consider you the third friend in the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I you think, put that very nicely. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so I think maybe this is our cue to end things. This was our very first episode of The Clingy Independent. Yes. We hope you tune back in next week. Next week. <laughs> How many times are we going to do this? Or the week after or tomorrow. Yeah. We still we'll have see. to figure out the schedule. <laughs> we have to figure out everything. We yeah. still have to have a cover and yeah. a social media following account and everything. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So we don't have that yet. Um, but maybe, yeah, I'm sure when we uh, when we upload this episode, there will be some sort of social media Instagram. Mm-hmm. So look us up. We'll <laughs> leave it in the description. Yeah. Because we don't have that account yet. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. It's going to be called. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Hear you later. Bye. Bye.